4: Hell no, I don't, because they Steak <laughs> by having him lose the Goldberg in Saudi Arabia.
0: And um, I know the one character that you guys kind of uh, heal on actually thought he was going to be my co-host. So that's mm, interesting because yes. I've never spoken to him.
2: <laughs> well, see, in his mind, in his world, you don't actually have to speak to him or have an agreement with him before he'll go on the air and start saying that he's going to be the new Jake the Snake co-host, you know? He, he never spoke to Jake the Snake.
5: God, I don't know if it was a year, year or so ago. I was, I was telling Joe, "Why are you giving this guy the rub? Why are you giving him the time of day? Just ignore him." I'm like, yep. you know, you're, 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 you're bigger than him. You're giving him publicity. Why even waste your time? I was w- way wrong on that because his show is freaking hilarious, you know. And and um, you know, those those guys saw the entertainment there. And I mean, props to them, all three of them, they're they're geniuses. i th- I think the way they do that show.
4: basically, like Bruce Mitchell, he's one of those guys that have to kiss Ash just to get a- to get any form of attention whatsoever, similar to certain groups that bully us. But continue? All those yeah.
6: things might be on the list, Disco, but you know, everything besides like the T-shirt store, the Creative Control Network, me co hosting Raven's show, it's all your guys' fault. Everything grew from this show. It's so. not our
5: fault. We didn't tell you to do it. You, you did should did put on yourself your own, on the list. For for- <laughs> I am. I am. Uh, you know. You did all that. All that. Get my go. Let's have a get my go mug. Let's scramble. Get my go. Creative go, control. Go Christmas
1: special show. Oh, that's wonderful.
5: Right. Valentine's
6: Day specials next.
3: Hey, I don't know who
6: from Vince Russo and get
1: my go Valentine's
6: right.
3: coming up show. Adam Husey is not talented enough for my network. That is a fact. So yeah, yeah, that, exactly. that, that, that's a fact. He's not talented enough to entertain a fucking deaf person. So there you go.
0: Is he a compulsive liar or is there something wrong? He's
2: a compulsive everything.
0: Every <laughs> if there's something wrong, I can't make fun of people. Like I, I just can't, I can't do that. But if, if they lie, it's like, okay, on gloves. Yeah. It's
2: it's, 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 it's a lot of lying and deception and smoke and mirrors. So yeah,
7: definitely I smoke and mirrors. without I thought
0: a I say smoke and crack.
2: Well, <laughs> well,
0: yeah,
7: there's been rumors. <laughs>
0: oh
5: my. Okay. I would like to
7: dispel that rumors
5: though. Disco, do you say that Joe might be our version of a light, um, Jeff Lane? Cause you know how Jeff doesn't watch the product, but neither does. And Joe watches it very little.
2: Well, Joe's very busy, uh, with his Get My Go show but where where Jeff is busy playing video games on Twitch.
5: It's the same way that I laugh at Meltzer or I laugh, you know, at Keller's booking. It's the same stuff. Yeah, I laugh at that stuff. And then I laugh even more when, you know, Hughesy's he's he's making his comments about it or, or Durbin puts in his clips or, or Joe's sitting there, you know, going like this and shaking his head in I don't know. I think it's comedy gold. I really do through
4: Tupac, a Dre, he had a huge effect on me. So,
5: yes. Interesting.
3: Interesting. Yes. Hey, well, hey, it like they say, you know, it's what's lotto's motto there. Hey, you never know, man. I never knew that you were a big Dr. Dre and Tupac fan, but nothing yes. wrong with that. I'm not a rap guy myself, so I don't really know what's going what, what much of the rap world or anything that's going on out there. But I do know Dr. Dre. I do know Tupac, yeah. and they always had pretty, uh, pretty decent rap music from what I, from what I've heard. Even though I'm not a big rap fan, but well, so well, Doctor Dre got COVID. Bro, you yeah. don't know what to do with yourself. I think right they're now. trying
1: to get my go, and I was on Get My Go, downloadable on iTunes, Spreaker, and it's on YouTube only audio because Mike Durban said we're only doing audio unless we have a big guest. Meanwhile, here's Ocho showing up after getting big league. And he's like, yeah, when we have a big guest, we'll do video. But I'm going to do audio for Ocho. What a guy.
6: And Get My Go is available in audio form on all your podcast providers. Mike's not doing them. For a video every week it's, you know it took him too much time i guess so only very special episodes will be video
1: boy god knows he doesn't have any time he's so busy <laughs> like if Wayne.
6: you ever if you ever watched one of those you would see how much shit He, it's like a professionally produced show it's 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 unbelievable mike does a really good job but that, i swear to god i <laughs> swear to god but uh that's it
0: don't worry i'm here i'm ready so let's fucking do this
3: Well, Husy, I'm gonna tell you, man, we hit number one fifty-five on the fucking sports and recreation charts in the fucking United States there, man, so all
2: right, welcome back to Get My Go, episode number thirty-four. Thank you for listening. I'm looking at four handsome gentlemen right here this Saturday morning. I've assembled a large group this morning because uh this is gonna be a monumental episode. This is probably gonna be a two-parter um Earlier this week, Cheap Heat and Cheap Pops released another watch-along from their Friday night... What is it called, Rob? Monday Night Lights?
8: Monday Night Lights. It's their Nitro review show.
2: Yeah, so they're on like a September 96 Nitro, and uh, I listened to the entire thing, and it is one of their worst shows that they've ever released. It is awful. It in so many ways, and you're going to hear it, I have 28 clips selected from this fucking show. It was and brutal. It, it really hurt me to, to listen to it so intently and then to just try and clip stuff from it. It's too bad that they're shitting up that concept because what an original
6: take. Like <laughs> rewatching the Monday Night Wars and podcasting about it. I've never, I wish I would have thought of that,
2: damn it. Yeah. One thing I noticed right off the, right from the start is that John says fuck no less than 100 times
3: fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs>
2: Now, you'll hear it in some of the clips, but if you listen to the entire episode, I'm not kidding you that every other sentence he says fuck or fucking, and it's like, if he's really trying to appeal to a broad audience,
0: yeah, he can't really
2: be throwing it out like that. Like Even like a, a Jericho, he he bleeps him out on the show. Uh, Stone Cold, I think, does too. But And also another thing is that John is definitely under the influence Yes, of something. Definitely. He's slurring his words. He's very... Monotone, even more than usual, and he actually <laughs> references that he uh, he references medical marijuana, and then that that it helped him get through this episode of watching uh, <laughs> Nitro. So, yeah, there's no allegedly. He actually admits to using medical marijuana to get through this shit. So
7: he's he's hepped up on a goofballs, as yeah. we like to say, yes.
2: medical
6: marijuana.
2: <laughs> so so with me this morning, I have Rad the Turtle, Rob Francois, I have Joe Feeney. I have the Aussie guy with his noose behind him, and the Chadster. Guys, thank you for coming back. I, I really need some help on this one, so I, that's why I have so many of you with me today.
6: Yeah, I almost, almost missed it, uh, and you actually made the <laughs> offer. Like, yeah, don't worry about it. But much like Cal Ripken, I will, I refuse to break my get my go streak. I missed one in the <laughs> beginning. Yeah, I don't ever want to miss one again. So.
2: Yeah, I told you. I'm like, you know, you got family stuff to do this morning. More important than no. this. You can sit this one no. out. I got we have a deep bench for Get My Go. You know, mm. if, if certain people can't make it, we have a lot of reserves to choose from. So
6: the one that I missed, though, was one of the best ones. So I've yeah. had to miss one. I mean, the best material was on it. That was his goodbye podcast, right? Mm.
1: Yeah.
2: I missed <laughs> for that. now. I'll now. I'll now. Never, for now.
1: Yeah. I'll never miss
2: one again. <laughs> goodbye <know>. for now. <laughs> like he's Eric, the actor. <laughs> yeah.
1: uh, i'm a, i've got heat with episode 33 at the moment because i was on a hot streak of uh, consecutive episodes so that one broke my streak so yeah i have heat with episode 33 screw you rob <laughs> yeah well this is what my third
8: fourth in a row i don't even know but uh you know it's an audio podcast now so i'm not wearing pants that way you know nobody's gonna see it anyway right plus i have new neighbors across the way and you know i, I want to give them a, i want to give them a, a big impression when they get home so
1: I'm Rob gonna... getting in before i can
2: uh... Yeah, Joe, the one you missed, I think we are going to redo that one for episode 50 I th- and with you on it, because, you know, looking back in hindsight, uh, me and Husey should not have done that one without you. We, for some reason, we rushed to get that one out. Oh,
8: yeah, I home. was down the beach.
2: Yeah, we should have waited for you on that one because that <laughs> at one your, is
8: at your vacation home <laughs> in Florida. No,
6: I'm not like John. I was at a French trailer. So that's the kind of plant <laughs> I'm running. So you um, don't have a Tom uh, share in Florida? No, not yet anyway.
2: Well, uh guys, this morning I woke up and uh I had an alert on Facebook. So <laughs> I, I checked it and on Facebook Messenger I had four video calls around midnight last night. Four video calls within a two-minute period. So Chad or Dean, who do you guys think would have called me at, at that time?
1: Well, there's such a deep pool at the moment with uh with how I get my goers gone. Uh geez, this this now I'm I'm going to say Brother Martin. You've got a history of Brother Martin, so I'm going to guess Brother Martin.
2: No, Brother Martin would have called me on the phone if he had to get a hold of uh, me. Good point. So, good point. Uh, Facebook Messenger. It was uh, Corey Ryan.
1: I was going to be my guess. Oh, you yeah.
7: didn't give me. You didn't come back to me. I was <laughs> going to yeah. guess that. <laughs> because I'm thinking if that, I'm, I'm trying to figure out the time, Facebook audio calls are they're, they're they're sometimes done in the heat of the moment. So you had to have somebody with passion who was going to get on that phone and, and just let it all out there. So that was going to be my guess. But mm. yeah.
2: the, the one and only? The one and only, yeah.
8: The one and only. CFNR. Because everyone's uh, up at midnight making video calls, right? I know yeah. I am.
2: So I'm guessing that he became aware of episode 32, and uh, he was probably distraught that it was dedicated to him. So he wanted to call me and, ma- I don't know, threaten me legally probably threaten me physically because <laughs> he's you know he's got those big arms he'll, he's a tough
8: guy for yeah, sure
2: he will womp my ass <laughs> so Corey, uh sorry i missed your call buddy uh all right we're gonna get into this episode right here uh, joe do you want to tackle the uh the big issue right off the bat or do you want to wait till we get wait to until it? it's brought up okay well we're gonna do these clips randomly i'm gonna let our guests pick the order so again this is um it's a september 96 episode of nitro
7: Pretty epic time in WCW, you know, NWO, the hostile takeover yep. in full effect. I mean, I, 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 can't say that those aren't great shows that that's for damn sure. I well, still remember
6: you... six debuted with the Jim Morrison break on Bruce.
7: Yes. And it was like <laughs> the
6: first time I'd ever seen a wrestler not wear something corny. You know, I remember one time Marty Gennetti wore a guns and roses shirt, but it was a really yes, hideous did. one hideous shirt, but uh, yeah, it
2: was the Dustin bones t-shirt and I had that. Nice. Nice. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, X Pac wearing the Morrison shirt to get the get the cred as a as a rebel,
6: you know. So yeah,
2: and they actually mentioned the uh the shirt hmm. in this episode. So um, what else? I, I love English roulette.
8: To... Like, hold on, sardine Wanglish yeah. roulette is, is my favorite way to do this. <laughs> just, just just pick a random clip and see where it goes. You never know how far yeah. down the rabbit hole you're gonna go.
2: So, Honestly, yeah.
6: God, there ha- there might be an app, a roulette wheel app that we could do that, with. and <laughs> we'll make the deal. <laughs> gotta be i'm gonna look at that
2: <laughs> yeah i think for the next party episode uh we'll definitely do that I find the roulette wheel yeah
1: all right dean go ahead yeah i just um i as we all know i listen to i mine's his feed and i go through everything and uh, i've listened to monday night lights a lot of them a lot of them with richie obviously and what i found because i got to a point where they were doing wcw nwa and tna and i would be listening because i kind of zone out i literally have no idea which one i'm listening to as it goes through, <laughs> like because they just crap on and on, and I'm like, which which one are they doing? I've completely forgotten. So yeah, that's what's so great about uh, these these watch alongs is uh, it turns into a train wreck pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go to Donkey Kong. I was always a big fan. It's on like Donkey Kong. <laughs> but, yeah, fucking shits on like Donkey Kong. He
3: he's got he's a legit fifth sixth.
4: Oh god, yeah, he is That son of a bitch. I mean, don't get me wrong. He, he he's a son of a bitch, but he could fight. He takes that bow tie off and it's on.
3: Fucking shit's on like Donkey Kong. He he's got he's a legit 5th <laughs> 6th degree black belt
2: no i didn't play that twice that's one clip i did not i did not edit that john said it twice in that short clip yeah
6: (laughs) Yeah, it's always a great indicator of how successful a joke goes over when you got to repeat it yeah and then chris saying i know i said it's always a great indicator of how good a joke goes over when you have to repeat it
8: (laughs) i love chris i I just thought it was funny that chris is saying yeah that son of a bitch you know like he's a little 12th grader saying or a little 12 year old saying saying curse words like it's a cool thing to do like these fucking guys, dude. They never These graduated. Fucking guys.
2: These fucking guys. At
8: least it's hip,
7: right? It's on like Donkey Kong. I mean, like that's, <laughs> yeah. I've only heard like really cool people saying that in 2021. Yeah. Dude, 2021.
1: He, even when John gets a laugh from his, from his co-host, like, he repeats it again anyway. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> like, he'll just, he gets a laugh. He's like, oh, that was good. I'll do it again.
2: Yeah. yeah. The weird thing is this is supposed to be Richie and John's show that they started together. You yeah. know, Chris did a few of them when they reprised it in the summer uh and then Richie came back. So we thought that Richie would take over, but now I guess Brother Martin's back on it. So
1: I was disappointed you didn't introduce me, Mike, cuz I wanted oh. to go I want us to go, not nah much, man, just hanging out. If you, if you listen to any show with Richie, that is exactly how he starts it. Not nah much, man, just hanging out. You ain't lying there, man. You ain't lying about that. Uh, well,
6: all right, you know, there could be maybe Richie didn't make the show because he was too busy storming the Capitol in D.C. <laughs> mm,
1: that's oh, a good point. Yeah. Ooh. Uh,
2: uh, all right, Chadster, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, what does that one say right
8: there? That's something John has oh, never my, said. One way. of
7: my all-time favorites. How about a little Mike Rotunda? Love That's Mike right. Rotunda, IRS, Irwin R. Yeah. Scheister. Now, which a Wall no. Street?
2: So we all know that uh, Mike Rotunda is the father of Bray Wyatt and Bo Dallas. We all know that. Everybody knows that. Everyone that would listen to a wrestling podcast knows that. But John is saying it like he's the only one who knows it and he's breaking <laughs> big news to everybody here. Uh, listen to his proud voice when he uh, discloses this information. Now
3: we got Mr. VK Wall Street coming out, a.k.a. IRS, a.k.a. Mike Rotunda, a million and other get bad gimmicks, the father of Bray Wyatt and Bo Dallas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh.
2: The father of Bray Wyatt and <laughs> Bo Dallas. The father
4: of Bray Wyatt and Bo Dallas. Yeah, so he must have...
2: It's almost like a mm, balls... It's yeah, <laughs> <That's laughs>
1: still my favorite thing from the whole the whole series. <laughs> balls is the best.
2: Bo Dallas. Mm-hmm. By the it's way, all- I, heard, I heard some
6: backstage gossip. You know, I do the Conan show and I do a show with Raven and I've heard whispers that uh, Charlotte, you know, the very good women's, <laughs> women's restaurant in WWE, she's rick flair's daughter
2: mm. uh, there's more there's more to this clip here we go i in mean, the
3: wwe back uh behind the scenes for about 20 some odd years before the pandemic
2: is that true
7: how long has he worked i don't him? think it was 20 something years i think he came back in the mid 2000s uh so you know we might be in the 15 uh, uh department but i'll have
4: something to say when we're done about okay. his assessment
2: okay. <laughs>
4: And like you can't deny like the man's contributions to the business because he was a big factor with making the Bray Wyatt character, the fiend character, and everything else. So I mean you can't deny it at all. Uh why because he burnt them?
8: No,
6: I mean, well, it, mean he
4: didn't birth them, but point. I mean, he, it's the
1: that's guy, uh,
6: indisputable. <laughs> the guy that really helped Bray with it was it's well known to be Dan Spivey, who was uh Whale and Mercy, if I'm, you know. So that's what the character came from. It's like ah, oh, Whale and Mercy never really got a shot. I'm gonna to try to do my version of it. Right,
8: we've seen Bye. Mike Rotunda's promos.
3: Pretty sure he could. Pretty sure he couldn't come up with any of that. <laughs> so, I'll, uh, and he I'll wanna... say this: his aunt is my next-door neighbor behind me.
2: <laughs> really?
3: <Yep. laughs> okay. She actually just passed away last year, but oh, lived there forever. He's from. Uh, he's from and went to uh, college up in Syracuse, which is right up near my house. And his aunt lived in the back of my house forever. She just passed away this last year.
4: Oh, (laughs) whenever he was in the varsity club, he wore like the Syracuse Letterman jacket. So that does make sense now. Yep, that was his. (laughs) Okay. And VK Wall Street, he just like walked to the.
2: Oh, Yahtzee.
1: did she, did she have a tent out the back at the end there? Is that what I picked up? She's living out the back of his house. She, she was
4: there. she
7: was living and then she was dead within one breath. So she was yes. there and then she was gone. But then she was living
8: in his backyard. But... And I can't believe they knew he went to Syracuse. It's, yeah. it's, nobody knew that.
6: That was the most, like, literally an uninteresting story <laughs> that they've ever told. That was, like...
7: And I got to say, how many millions of dollars do you think Mike Rotunda made as IRS? A, a, a not, I would say on paper, great gimmick, but for him to say bad gimmicks. I mean, this yeah. guy was employed throughout literally the early to mid 80s through the end of the 90s. And then yep. you know, took a few years off, went right to backstage with <clears throat> WWE. I can't say bad gimmicks cost this guy any income. And that's really the uh, the main goal of professional wrestling at the end of the day.
6: Yeah. And, and later on, after DK Wall Street, he spent a lot of time in New Japan because the guy could work. Yes. Yes. Um but they, yeah. you know, that's their that's their game. They they don't they can't do it so they shit on it, you know. It,
2: it's so odd to see who they pick that they praise, like they love Brad Armstrong. They worship this guy. <laughs> they will idolize these weirdo like weird people and then hard,
8: hard work Bobby Walker, Twerking yeah. and working oh, and Jesus. working, right?
1: And then they'll shit oh, on man. like other people. Shoot me in the head, hard work Bobby Walker. <laughs> From the WCW shit I've listened to. Oh, if I hear his name again, to be honest, Rob, you you're i my shit shitless because I did not want to hear that name today. Hard working Bobby Walker. Fuck you.
2: Yeah. All right, Rob, go ahead.
8: Uh, well, it's uh right after my own heart because I'm a fellow fat guy. So let's go with Jericho fat. Mm. Oh, come
2: on. Oh, I think this one actually references you.
8: <laughs> oh, Rob. shocker.
2: I didn't <laughs> know that. <laughs>
7: yeah. Wow.
2: Here we go.
4: Oh, yeah. Just looking at that. Look at that. He's got that nice sequin jacket on there. Yes. Yes, he does. And it's funny because people want to currently criticize Chris Jericho for the shape that he's in. But the majority of the people that are criticizing, they're fat. And, they're, and they are sitting in front of their computers, drinking Mountain Dews and stuffing their faces with Hot Pockets. But yet they want to criticize Chris Jericho. Give me a damn break. Why don't you just come out and say it? They're, they look like Rad Rob Francois. I mean, oh, <laughs> oh yeah, they do.
3: come out and say it. They look like Rad Rob Francois. Yeah, I, that's dude. just that's just the reality of the situation here.
8: <laughs> wow, well, I don't know what to say. Uh, again, I, I'm I'm fat. I didn't know that was uh, I didn't know that was a secret. Uh, anybody that's seen me on Twitch or you know live streams or my YouTube channel or pictures that I post everywhere, um, I, I'm a fat guy, guys. So I'm sorry to let you down. Well, you're not a fashion icon like the other two with the
7: you know the polished pompadour uh, shaved head there and the the long mullet. Yeah, they are stylish, you know to say the least. And the self-deprecating humor on yourself don't don't go too deep with it because uh, you know don't give them ammunition. But I mean, like they're ones to talk about style and uh, how people look.
6: Yeah, I yeah. mean you can't make fat jokes about someone else when you
1: yourself are shaped like grimace. That's not how it <laughs> works. So. But, as soon as Martin's. As soon as Martin started talking, I'm like, "Oh yeah, I haven't seen this on Twitter 500 times yeah. in the last 2 months. Like, have an original fucking thought." Basement,
8: Mountain Dew, Philly cheesesteaks, uh, Flasher's hot pockets, flogging your dolphin. I don't even like hot pockets, which is weird. Like, I did as a kid. But yeah, I don't I don't eat those anymore.
2: Yeah. All right, Joe, pick one. Oh,
8: hump their butt there. <laughs> the <laughs> doubt. <laughs> Oh, they didn't say that.
2: Forgot about that one.
3: Did you hear that? He looks like he's humping. Dean with the, He looks like he's
7: sorry, Mike. Oh, I thought that was in the clip. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, geez, that was uh, was an interesting interruption, but all right. But there was
6: a (laughs) race going on.
2: Uh, Well, Chris, sometimes he podcasts from the uh, Walmart parking lot. So the bathtub. Yeah. (laughs) Yes.
3: (laughs) He looks like he's humping him right there. This poor guy that's got it on him. NWS Sting is like trying to hump near his butt there right there. He's putting it on him.
4: Uh, Is he trying to invent a new position? It must be, I'm
3: telling
7: you. Humping in the butt is a new position just for everybody
3: at home. Hasn't been done before. Trying to hump near his butt there right there. He's putting it on him.
2: Pump near his butt, there, right there. He's putting it on him. That's got to be in a new song. <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you say to that? You know, I, I, I
6: got nothing. Now, you know, though, we were talking last week about how to break a, a stutter. And certain people, when they feel like they're going to stutter, they throw, there's a certain word they'll throw in to break the stutter up. Yeah. Do you think John has a speech impediment and that's why there is in there? Could be there.
1: You, you literally just took my point, Jay. I, did. I feel like. I feel like there is a reset word for him or something. The amount he says there, over there, out there, he's in and, there. And
2: another one is to it. Like he'll add a to it or something mm. like that at the end of the sentence. I'm so, telling you. Yeah, I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm telling you. Yeah.
1: I've noticed how Richie picked up John's stuff. Yes. Right? Oh yeah. the Stuff that John said, and then Richie just starts. Yep. Oversaying it, something cruel. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, back to Dean. All right. Uh, let's go the uh, hacksaw Duggan.
4: Oh, God, yeah. He's such a nice guy. Um, he's the first ever winner of, of the Royal Rumble. Uh, Absolutely. You know, Ooh, he was a talk- king of the ring, too, right?
8: <laughs> oh, my
4: God.
3: Chad.
8: Yes? <laughs> what
7: was
4: you like me to say? <laughs> uh, I do not know, actually. That's a good... No, no, no. He lost
0: Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers.
4: Haku uh, <laughs> in the finals of the first ever tournament. I, think
0: I believe somehow or another <laughs> he won it at some <laughs>
7: point. Oh, my but gosh. I could nope. <laughs> ever. Uh, I, I just want to point out quickly, Tito Santana did win the 1989 King of the Ring tournament. So right there, put a little ding behind me for being correct. But, I mean, like, he just made that up. He just made that whole finals and, and story up right there. <laughs>
3: I think I somehow or another he won it at some point, but I could be wrong. One of those one of these days, I'll have to go back and, and research it and see, or if somebody knows the answer to it out there, I'd love to hear it. One of these days. I think he might have won King of the Ring or some at some point had a King Duggan thing. I don't know if it was with Harley Race or if it was something <laughs> else or later on. I can't remember. But the giant is just choke slamming him on.
8: Is, is, and then is he goes, the dude, but but the giant is chokeslam and he like just drops his point completely like, oh, and here's the giant slam in this guy. It was said so early in the Get My Go series about how if
7: you have a good knack for podcasting, you can research this while people are talking yeah. and it doesn't need to be, you know, you don't have to literally. So, I mean, everybody says I always have my head down well, because I'm just making sure I'm right when people are talking. I want to make sure we don't really uh, mess up or we don't you know, kind of veer off into a wrong direction, but it's very easy to just say something else while you're typing. Oh yeah, there you go. Duggan never actually won the King of the ring. It's the simplest little thing.
1: It's very easily learned. Yeah. Well, at the end of that clip, I had the information on my phone (laughs) when I listened to it.
2: Well, the thing is brother Martin can't look it up because he's probably podcasting from his phone. So
1: (laughs) in the bath, that's a good point.
5: (laughs) You
6: know, if even if this hadn't started out from, you know, personal reasons or whatever. And we just happen to stumble upon this show. I'd still say it's the worst fucking yeah, show. It, <laughs> it is. It's the, is. the oh, absolutely. Worst, it's, worst show of all time. It really is. Yay, oh. double
7: D. <laughs> uh, all right, Chad. I got to go to NASCAR, get my go. That's that, okay. that's very uh, intriguing.
2: Yeah. So this is another one where they try and use get my go. They try and think they're in on the joke.
3: And with riding around in a fucking circle for 500 laps. No, uh,
4: it, it doesn't get my go, actually. So it doesn't no. get your go at all, at least, though. Okay. No. Is this a good go or a bad go? A, a bad go, actually. Your death, that doesn't get my go either.
2: Okay, so not only did they use get my go incorrectly, uh, Joe, he also referenced John's death. So I guess <laughs> we're going to get into this now.
6: That's weird. I can't, <laughs> I can't believe he knew about that. So on uh, a couple of Sundays ago, or maybe it was last Sunday. I forget some Sunday. I got a text around 6 o'clock, from a random number that said, "Hey, did you? I'm did you hear that John Wanglin has died?" And, I'm, and I immediately sent it to the group text. I'm like, look at this, look at this shit, you know. And uh, the only person that had our both because Mike received it too. The only person that had both of our phone numbers was John. You know, so it was either John or or uh martin that's it there's no other there's no other possibility someone someone was like well maybe it's no it's one of those two idiots that's the only way they would have put those phone numbers and it's creepy and and then it's even worse because it was like a day after luke harper uh brodie lee died and i'm like Oof. they get some weird idea from his death They're like oh so nobody cared nobody answered nobody looked it up nobody gave a shit and I know in one of these clips coming up, he's going to be like, "Yeah, hey, I heard people asking me. No one asked you. No one asked you. No one knew about it. There was nothing on Twitter. You made it up. You're a girl. basically. <laughs> I mean, is that the most teenage girl? Look at me. Pay attention. I, look, I'm trying to
7: kill myself. It's uh, Mr. Feeney there. It is called reinvention. Okay, because John Wangland dies, so whoever else can now reappear. Any podcasting? It's old Undertaker uh, logic, you know. You die for the rebirth, so maybe that's what we're looking at—a rebirth of some sort.
6: It's an—it's just an asshole thing to do, and you know the COVID era and this and that. Like,
7: oh, it's bad taste.
2: Don't get me wrong. (laughs) Horrible taste.
6: How how would anyone take this guy seriously in any in any aspect? There, man, ever again. Like, I'm gonna pretend I'm dead. I should have called his house. Yeah. Uh,
2: if anyone does want to call the number, the number is one five, seven, one, two, eight, one. Feel free to prank call this phone number, harass them, text them. Uh, go ahead, please. I,
7: I could tell you five, seven, one is a Virginia area code. Oh, mm. that was not me. Now, I can tell you that I don't have five, seven, one, but that's are- a Virginia area code.
2: Yeah, there are programs where you can generate yes, a, a you get fake number, yeah. So I'm guessing that's what this is from, so Wait, what was
6: um, what was yours?
2: 571 Yeah, that was the
6: same one, so.
2: Yeah. So it's yeah, it says just heard that John Wanglin died. Next and then of course I didn't respond, so then it comes through. Is it true or a rumor? I don't respond to that. 3 hours later, it was a rumor. John is alive. I don't respond to that that's and fine. then and then I get pretty sure John started it himself. Okay. I mean, what what's the point of texting? What you? is the point? Yeah, mine
6: says it was BS. John probably wanted people to think there was a death hoax. Yeah. Whatever. That sentence doesn't even make sense, but yeah. <laughs>
2: so, yeah, we completely no-sold this. We didn't make anything public about it. It's dumb. It's really stupid. Whoever was behind this, it's stupid. So just, Sold it's, it just uh, it's odd, though. It's odd that we didn't mention it to anybody, but yet uh, Brother Martin is going to mention it two more times in the show. Uh, it's just strange how they knew about it. And then uh, John will say that there was a video on Twitter and that's how he found out about it. No, right. I, I didn't see anything on Twitter about it.
6: Keep bringing it up. Like think it's the greatest, publicly. it's the greatest prank and joke ever. No, nobody cared. And he, and like I said, I know sold it because I knew it was fake, but I would know no if it was real too, because I still wouldn't give a shit.
3: Yeah. Okay. Like, wow. Okay.
6: So there. No, I mean, just to wrap that up, this is a guy, you know, that was totally in on it, that supposedly works, you know, helping people through problems and and mental illness and all this stuff. And it's clear, like the only person that would send out a I'm dead text is a seriously, you know, demented mind. And uh, he probably needs he probably needs actual help. So I don't I don't even know how he got that position, but he should probably reach out to someone for himself because that's that's not normal. It's not a funny joke. And uh, it's just, you know, like Chad said, it's bad taste, but it's just just i don't know it's it's the worst it's the worst joke possible it's the worst joke you could attempt and it's even worse because nobody really cared so i mean that's all you it's
7: almost a barometer maybe like that's a personal thing like a what would people say if i was gone you yeah. know like are they going to continue get my go are they going to show me some sympathy and say hey just checking in man just want to make sure you're okay you know, we heard this horrible news and we're sorry. You know, like that's what I think. That's the goal of something like that. But, you know, that's a that's a cry for help. If I ever heard one,
1: you yeah. know, and then you receive silence in it in response.
6: It's
7: yeah.
1: great. I've, I've, got a th- I've got a theory uh, because, Mike, in a couple of your cold opens, you put parts of shows where you said, just go away, just die. But ah. like you said that a couple of times. <clears throat> that's my theory was to try and make you feel bad for saying that. Oh, I, I, I didn't feel bad for it. Yeah, I, mean, I wouldn't maybe, either. <laughs> maybe it's
2: Martin though.
7: Cause this seems like maybe John wouldn't do that. Maybe this is a Martin thing thinking yeah. that that would be, you know, using his capacity to yeah, but, think that that could be letting you guys uh, say,
6: Hey, you got to ease up a little bit now, but John yeah. has to be in on it. Cause he makes up a whole story about a video that. Oh, make. okay. All right. Yeah. My bad. We'll get, and, to and for some reason, Mike and I were the chosen too. like what yeah, Rob yeah. didn't get any, uh, you'd think Rob would be in the mix there.
2: Yeah. there's only, there's very few people that have both of our phone numbers. So, um, and John does so just John and
3: Disco Inferno <laughs> I mean he's got the chaps on and then he's got the marine haircut there that's worse than my haircut Jesus so it's Oof. worse than mine and that's that that doesn't say much you know like well let's just be honest here i still rock mine out yes trolls i do know that you like to talk about my wonderful haircut and i do like it but hey I know it isn't for everybody, and Mike Enos definitely shouldn't be rocking this shit out right here, Chris.
4: Uh, well, I mean, considering you are a ghost right now, I. I mean, the fact that you're talking to me right now, like with that beautiful haircut that you got, it's a miracle. Uh (laughs) I I am, uh,
3: you know, I did die, apparently, according to some people on uh, Twitter this last week, is I did die and pass away for anybody that didn't see this quick clip from somebody, I guess, that put it up that I passed away. And uh, thank you to the concerned parties out there that text messaged me to see if I was dead or alive and wanted to confirm the rumors. But I uh, am. I'm definitely alive. You know, for anybody that thought I was dead, we were just taking a break for a week or so. I I, I know you missed our voices, but we're still alive and kicking here. No, It's it's, it's OK. We promise.
8: So he's still using that program, by the way, to cut the dead air. You can tell. Him those. <laughs> yeah. 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 His
7: haircuts to shit. It's so let's just (laughs) let's get past that. And poor Mike Enos, who uh, a a great name, uh, a great hand could literally probably break him with about eight seconds of effort. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's got to get thrown under the bus for his haircut, which is (laughs) bullshit. But uh, that's again, the one person, let's say the fake uh, 571 number or, or program number. Uh, would maybe be the only person who was concerned if that person was legit. So <laughs> <Yeah>. one person
6: <laughs> one
3: person for a video that never happened.
2: It just I mean if you listen to them describe it, it doesn't make sense. A quick video clip. Here, here we go.
3: I did um, die and pass away for anybody that didn't see this quick clip from somebody, I guess, that put it up that I passed away.
2: Who? Nobody did.
3: I didn't see anything. No, nope.
8: I mean, so with all the people that we have that love Get My Go and that hate yeah. John Wanglin you think somebody else of all the people that we know on Twitter would message any one of us, and nobody did.
6: Right? Yeah. If Mike or I didn't didn't discuss it, no one would ever know.
2: So yeah. Uh, so then it gets brought up again later in the show. So, fucking late. <laughs>
3: yeah. I got your back. I've come back from the dead this last week, so I can help you with with your fight with Nick Patrick. I think together we could take him. There you go. Uh, you and uh, Jesus, uh, you guys that came back from the dead, we both resurrected this last week. I'm telling you, oh, come on! I wait
6: cannot minute, believe wait, that wait.
2: a minister and a pastor wait. just said that.
6: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, so he's on par with Jesus.
1: Wow, yeah. that's uh, that's megalomaniac. But, but wait a minute. They just said he resurrected this past week. Isn't Christmas Jesus's birthday? <laughs> yeah, Easter is the resurrection. Yeah, yeah. I was just I fucking thinking fucking hate religion, and I know that.
6: <laughs> he doesn't even know. Oh, I, you're right. I thought he did, uh, you know, <laughs> a bunch of Bible study, like in-depth Bible study for months and months and months to get his weirdo, uh, you know, preacher degree, you know, so he can fucking rip more
3: people off, but. Because I'm a minister, too, and I've been to theology school. I have my degree in it as well.
6: Uh. Me and Jesus. That's not a sentence you ever want to say, not an answer you ever want to give. Yeah.
3: Yes. Mine was a couple days after Christmas. He did it on December 25th. far as I was his gift on Christmas. Fuck that shit.
2: Wow. He doesn't you even know the start birthday? No,
3: I will never say that. Fuck that. Sorry, Lord, for even thinking that right there as a joke. No, thank you. Wow.
2: Oh, God. What do you even say? Pretty saying? bad. Oh <laughs>
6: my god. <laughs> mm. Jesus. And I'm Maybe it's to- the goofballs. Yeah. Yeah, I'm starting to hear the uh the slurry slurryville there. Yeah.
1: And it rhymes with in. Dean, go ahead, Dean. Uh Russo ass-kicking, uh, ass-kissing, sorry.
2: Uh I guess they're back on the um they're back on the Russo train. They're kissing his ass again even though Martin talked shit about him a couple of weeks ago. Here we go,
4: Jesus Christ! He probably Tucker's got to know. Thank you, exactly. And uh, Stevie, he's got a uh, podcast uh, with uh, Vince Russo called Black and White, which is really, really good. Hmm. On yeah, on the uh, Russo brand. Okay, Uh, I know you talked about it before. I never, I still never listened to it. Yeah, yeah, uh, Which it's really, really good. Um, And it's basically uh, Stevie speaking about things like politics, sports, just life in general, from like the perspective of being a man of color and Russo speaking from a perspective of being a white guy. So, I mean, it's a pretty cool dynamic that they have with each other. Interesting. I'm sure it's probably a good show. No doubt about it. Definitely.
3: Stevie's an entertaining guy and very, um, very underrated in a lot of ways. And Vince is definitely an extremely talented guy and all the things that he does, too. So I'm sure they have a a wonderful dynamic with one another here.
7: (laughs) He's not underrated. He's rated exactly where everybody thinks he is (laughs) To, to say the word underrated in terms of what? (laughs) <laughs> like wrestling, podcasting, like what's the underrated in life? Like the way mm-hmm. he goes to the, to the grocery store is the underrated with how he picks out his produce that not the uh, the word applying to talking about Stevie Ray when it comes to that. I mean, underrated for what? Yeah. I, he's rated just where he needs to be.
2: Uh, well, Chad, you've just picked the next couple of clips without knowing it. You've picked him. You see, <laughs> yes. I got a folder here called underrated.
7: Uh, yes perfecto see that's why that's why i'm here come on transitions (laughs) it's what it's all about
2: yeah so uh there are two people that they said were underrated uh in wrestling history and when i heard the names i thought you know these people are pretty you know they they're given their due you know it's not like they're underrated (laughs) uh (laughs) the first one the first one's kevin nash a hall of famer Uh, underrated (laughs) (laughs) yeah underrated snake eyes
3: like you said, the Kevin Nash, Five Moves of Doom. Yeah. Oh, I my. still love Nash, though. I, I think Nash is a
4: very underrated uh, character in wrestling history. What the, the- oh, God, yeah. Because uh, believe me, he could... He sold tickets, my friend. He got ratings. I mean, he was a great character. And, like, the thing is, is that...
2: uh,
6: So the two-time Hall of Famer... Yeah. ...is
1: underrated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just check The guy... One of the guys you cannot meet, like talk about the Monday Night Wars without mentioning his name. Yeah, yeah, underrated, underrated.
7: I, I want to say just in context. Okay, we will talk about wrestling knowledge. The September twenty third Nitro is a pretty big deal in terms of where the NWO was going, and this was a big takeover night for them. So for them just to to talk about this, anything less than that is where we're we're just veering off the rails. And when was Kevin Nash underrated ever? <laughs> yeah. Ever. He's seven feet tall. He looks like a million bucks. He's he he is probably one of the most clever and, and creative guys there could ever be that ever stepped through any office, not even just a ring, an office. So it's just the lack of knowledge just blows my mind. Again, playing podcaster at its best, September twenty third, ninety six. This is ridiculous. Yeah.
2: All right. Uh here's the next one. It's a it's a woman.
3: That would have been some monumental stuff, bro. My
4: God, yes.
2: Um, other than throwing out a lot of fucks in the episode, John is using so many bros. Did you notice that, Dean? <laughs> so, like, yes, mate. It was it was
1: relentless.
3: Oh, Liz is there? Remember they spray painted her at uh,
4: War Games, Fall uh, Brawl War Games here a couple weeks ago. You talk about someone that was undervalued for her contributions to the business. Miss Elizabeth is definitely one of those people. Oh, no uh, doubt about it. One of the great. <laughs> She is the original diva of wrestling uh, or whatever you want to call it. How could you not love Miss Elizabeth? And they
3: they just beat the fuck out of Macho right now.
7: I, I would hardly use diva as a yeah. comparison. She was put on a pedestal as the first lady of wrestling that she was so unique in the way she was portrayed, that she was elegant. And she was what a lady was and that she was with this savage of a man by her side who treated her like shit. Uh, and underrated, at, pick somebody, pick somebody who hasn't said Miss Elizabeth is again, perfectly rated where she is in terms of her historical contributions.
6: Yeah. As far as first Diva, I would say Sonny was first. Sunny. You know, I mean, that's, that's just without, that's what, that's just the truth. And then, you know, Elizabeth was a big deal, but also she wasn't the first really of anything. Cause Missy Hyatt and, and woman or fallen angel at the time were both like the first. And then of course you had, um, what was her name? Precious. And, you know, right. there was a lot of she portrayed
7: on. differently. There Elizabeth was elegant. Oh, Elizabeth, yeah. Elizabeth was class and she was in diamonds and dresses and she w- didn't speak and she just sat quietly. She was completely portrayed uh, the opposite of all those people and a
8: diva. Mm. I mean, I had her very highly rated on my dolphin flogging scale. She's oh, a nine oh. out of 10. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, she was also like, she was the main ingredient to one of the most important storylines in wrestling history. Like yeah. unbelievable.
2: All right, Joe.
1: Um
6: just uh Johnny podcasting.
2: Uh Chad will like this one. Oh. <laughs> Jesus. Your your partner gets mentioned. Oh very nice. So this clip is proof that Brother Martin did indeed listen to or watch our Christmas episode because uh this is a callback to something that was mentioned on there. Who who was it that said the real Johnny podcasting is John Paz?
7: Okay. I was said multiple times. I think, I think we know. all have. Yeah, yeah Hughesy said it. I said it. it was, it's it's been said by multiple people.
6: Yeah. Why would he watch the Christmas party if it makes his wife cry when the yeah. go <laughs> makes his family cry and stuff?
4: Uh, r- 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 right now, we got is it Stevie or is it Booker in the ring? Right um,
3: it looks like Stevie's in there right now. Booker's on the outside. And then you had uh, Johnny Grunge is in there. Rocko Rock is the idiot on the outside there. Or Cracko Crack. Yeah, Cracko Cracko uh, Crack of the Rock, uh, yeah. Meth Rock, Crack Jesus. Rock. And then uh, here you got Johnny fucking uh,
4: Johnny podcasting Grunge right here. Don't say that because apparently you lost that name, and so and so did Johnny Grunge. I, I lost
3: don't. Johnny podcasting. I lose Johnny podcasting too.
4: Well, straight up. We respect a certain person that got that title. Apparently, who, know who got the title of Johnny
3: Podcasting?
4: Mister John Paz
3: got it. Apparently, oh well, John Paz is a fucking he, he he's primo man. He does great shows, so and uh, does some great stuff. So I, I definitely agree with that, Chris. He's no no doubt about it. He is Johnny Podcasting. He does a ton of shit, great shows with great people and great work, and has been doing it for a long time. So. No doubt about that. I agree with that. That's that's, that's a strong pick right there for the real Johnny Podcasting then.
4: That's true. And like uh, one of the best interviewers in all of wrestling, uh, period. So, I mean, he's fantastic. I, I support that one. He does a lot of great
3: stuff and has been doing it for a long time. So that's a great choice for a good name there. Yes,
4: yes, most definitely.
7: I I honestly want to go throw up right now. (laughs) It's it's awful. And that's not because of my friend of almost 20 years. Okay, my podcast partner for six. That was that was such a just a blatant attempt at kissing somebody's ass. So he still continues to like them so they don't have to unfollow him. So they don't have to block him. I've been blocked. Uh, So, yeah, that was that was pathetic. And what the hell was with the Rocco Rock thing? Yeah, dude,
2: that's just a guy on drugs, just you know, freeforming shit. Oh
7: you know? my
6: yeah. gosh! Because I mean, there's never been um, Rocco Rock. is not He's not like you know, you know, Axel Rotten or Balls Mahoney that were always you know accused of being hard drug users. Like Rocco was just a dude. Like, what <laughs> is going on here?
8: And and wasn't Ted, oh, I'm, sorry, Chad. Wasn't Stevie Ray uh, underrated? But Chris couldn't even tell who was in the ring if it was Amber yeah. Booker T.
7: Back to the overall markiness of everything that they say. Ted Petty, a.k.a. Rock, o Rock could not be one of the more respected guys to ever step into the industry. He helped train a ton of people. Ask Bill DeMott what he thinks of that clip and then get back to me.
1: Yeah. Well, I just feel I feel sad for you, Chad, because your podcast ratings have just gone down with an endorsement from johnny that's johnny wanglin so that's not my, sorry, I, sorry I, no, my no, not,
7: not mine i have pointed <laughs> out my uh, my shows with francine don't ever get acknowledged by that crew because <laughs> i think that they're not allowed to uh, comment on females so yeah uh,
2: you know you mentioned that chad when uh, i was on yours and francine's show the other day thank you very much uh, it was a big honor for me uh, but you mentioned that yeah brother martin never retweets uh, anything to do with francine or the francine show and i thought about that and it it reminded me of uh, maybe a year ago joe i think hughie knows about this one but um apparently some fake account it was like a fake porn account the the account messaged brother martin's account and was sending porno or sending links and uh, brother martin's wife saw that and she, i guess it became a big uh scandal in their household because <laughs> we all know that brother martin is a reformed porn addict so uh Cause a lot of trouble and it is. yeah, maybe that's why he doesn't want anything to do with Francine.
7: Yeah. I mean, I would get messages how great the franchise is and the interviews are so awesome and the retweets and this and that. And then the Francine show starts getting out there and it's like, I don't, I never saw a retweet. I never got a compliment about the Francine show. So I'm guessing that, uh, can't, uh, we can't acknowledge that one for certain
6: reasons I would yeah. say.
2: He can't have anything to do with attractive women or uh, or anything like that. So. so why is he still married? Obviously,
6: obviously not. Oh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I mean, what happened to the name
6: Johnny Podcasting that we we gave to John Posner in a joking manner? Uh, you tearfully rescinded that name in case you forgot. On your <laughs> I, right. I,
3: I don't want to be Johnny Podcasting anymore. I don't want to be Johnny fucking podcasting anymore. You never were.
6: So, I mean, Jesus Christ, you were going to quit podcasting to spend more time with your family and focus on the important things. And now you're spending two hours every week watching an old Nitro with with fucking Chris Martin. And neither one of these has any idea what's going on. I mean, I guess it's a good thing he's chemically altered,
1: though.
8: I mean, and he's not Mr. No Days Off either. That was another nickname that he gave himself because obviously we've seen he takes many, many days off.
1: Many it's still the best part of the get my Go song uh, at the very end there sorry <laughs> right, man I'm Johnny fucking podcasting <laughs> I not be Johnny fucking podcasting anymore because I have high morals and values
2: <laughs> alright guys we're only halfway there so we're going to have to do part 2 so we'll catch up with you guys next week
4: Speaking of like the good times and stuff like that, Joe, like uh, you are a husband and you are a father. What are your what <laughs> what are your favorite parts with being a a father? What are your favorite parts with being a husband and what and like what parts drive you freaking bonkers with both? Well, I'm not a father. Uh, it's probably. Oh, as prep, know, you're not. <laughs> I'm sorry. <as laughs> I'm sorry. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com.
1: It's my little escape.
4: Now, Judy's the life of the party.
1: Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon.
4: Whoa. Take it easy, Judy.